Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. This is the theme of this podcast today. People who have 7,000 jobs. Carissa, unable to be here today for the Calm Down podcast. She's on her way to Pittsburgh to go do an interview. Now I have a guy. I used to think I was busy until I met Kyle Brandt, until I became friends with him. I mean, he's an all-everything kind of guy. I mean, and don't make me talk about his days being an actor. This hottie. I love when he does his whole bit. What are those guys called outside the stock exchange? What are they called? Who? Oh, Jared and Trent. Yeah, the Wall Streeters. That's me and Schrager. Yeah. Guys, the creator of Jared and Trent, Kyle Brandt here. Of course, you know what he does. If you're a fan of our show, we talk about him nonstop. Good morning, football host. He has 8,000 podcasts that may have been cleared, may not have been cleared. We'll get to that later. (laughs) Thanks for doing this. I love you. I love the little graphic behind you, too, for your new podcast, Kyle Brandt's Basement. And it's true. I'm actually in my basement right now. Carissa would love it. You would love it. The garage is there. The bar is there. But um, I have so to you- start this off with a level Go. of honesty. Hold on. Go. I am so. I, you do podcasts from here and here. I have never been less certain of what we're going to talk about than oh, yeah. on this podcast. Because, Same. <laughs> Aaron, listen, there are many podcasts, my friends. There are not any that have the diversity of topics as uh, this one. We got, yeah. listen. Aaron's high school crush TP'd her house. Carissa thinks you should take uh, bathing suit photos on day one of vacation. <laughs> Carissa drives, no, Aaron drives stick shift because she thinks it's cool. And Jared eats jicama and we don't know why. Where no. are we going with this? You don't know. Well, <laughs> this is what I want to ask. I know you guys do good morning football in New York City. I'm not trying yeah. to get your, your home address or your social security, but <laughs> do you live in the city or where do you live? No, no. I live in the North Burbs. I live in Westchester. Okay, so you have a house. Yeah, and a proper, a single family home, as it's called. That's where I am right now. Okay, good. Because this follows a whole story I was getting ready to tell you. Um, You have so many jobs lined up. And of course, we want to talk a little bit about your podcast that you're going to be doing daily. And you also do a daily football show. 
Mm-hmm. When the hell do you have any downtime? And and why did you decide to do this? This is a lot of stuff, Kyle. It's a lot of stuff. It's a ton. And I I, I got to coach flight football this fall Aww. for my eight-year-old. And then I got like a, we're, Brooke and I are at 12 years married right now. And I was just, I just got done reading um, The Love Languages. Like it's this book you're supposed to oh, read. Yeah. And I, I, have you read it? No, it's sitting on a shelf. How'd it go? Tell me everything. Fascinating. It's oh, it, it's kind God. of a little bit like plain clue because okay. there's these characters out there, like the <laughs> Professor Plum or the Miss White. Like, and as you're so Brooke, Brooke, I've been married for 12 years. She reads it and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, this like spoke to me. You should read it. And when your spouse gives you that book, they're giving you something to read, but they're also kind of giving you a little bit of a test. Yeah. Because she's like, see if you know which one I am. If you don't know this book, there's like, I don't know, six or maybe eight like types of love languages that you need as a human being, as an individual. Like you need like, acts of service, things done okay. for you, or like words of affirmation or physical touch. And Brooke decided that she's like, there's definitely one that I am. And she's in California now. She's texting me and she's like, have you figured it out yet? And I'm like, I reserve the right to hold, I need to think about it. But there's a little bit of a high stakes, like a whodunit almost. Yeah. It was Brooke Brandt uh, in our living room with the candlestick. Like I have to figure out the right mystery first and then I'll be done. Because that's just I, I don't know how we got on that, but we were talking about how many things I'm doing. That's priority right now. So why did she <laughs> want you to read it? Because 12 years married and like, you know, we're, we're at that point where it's just like, oh, we love you and we got little kids and we go to soccer practice. But like, mostly we just sit on the couch and look at our phones and like kind of watch HGTV. I know. So I think it was like, you know, let's, let's, let's take a step back right now. Let's, we love each other. We're doing great. But like, let's, let's learn a little bit more about each other. And I am learning things already. I like it. Okay. And when did she ask you? When Was it this off season? When did she ask okay, you? Okay. So it's much more recent. So Brooke and the kids currently are in her native California. They're in Pasadena right now. Cute. So they're going away for a few weeks, like to spend time with her family and I stay at home. So I'm also in like king of my domain right now. I'm the only yes. person in the house. So she kind of gave it as like a parting gift. Like while I'm away, you should read this in addition to all the other things I should do around the house and have it clean and everything when she comes home. But it was a little bit of a maybe make you think of me while you're gone. So I was happy to do it. I thought it was cool. And I like the book. And are you done? No, no. I think I said I'm done, but I lied. I'm only like <laughs> through like half of them. I think that was me practicing for Brooke. <laughs> I can tell you, this is a safe place. Yeah. Uh, by the time this airs, I'll be done. So Brooke, okay. if you're watching this, I'm reading it. I love it. It was a great book, honey. I'm not done though, Aaron, between you and me. So I obviously, <laughs> you've got some time alone. How long has she been gone for? She left on Friday. We're recording this month. So it's only been like three or four days. Okay. And how long total will she be gone? Three weeks. Oh, geez. That's a yeah, really like long time. With, with oh. both of our kids too. Yeah. yeah. What are some top things you're supposed to, besides read this book, get done while she's gone? <laughs> Aaron, you're too good at this. <laughs> Leave me alone. I love this. Um, no, uh, I got I to gotta handle the garage and all that What's entails. wrong with the garage? There's just shit everywhere. It's oh, a garage. Okay. Just, you know, yeah. it's like the, the kids' bikes, their old bikes, they're too small now. And like, do you really need all that stuff for your smoker? Do you need 50 pounds of wood chips? Could we not survive with five? So I got to just... Hashtag handle the garage. Sure. Um, and last time Brooke came home from being out of town, I, I don't think I did my job in terms of having the house ready for her to come home, meaning like there weren't mints on the pillows. So like I have to really make sure that that's ready out of respect for her and out of an act of service for her, right. which I am now going to be giving her. 
I love this love language. What are some <laughs> things you do? I'm trying to be Tom Rinaldi right now because my husband yeah. and I laugh whenever we go out of town and I'm usually the one that goes out of town, obviously the most with my football schedule or he hits yeah. the road uh, when he goes to check out some of the minor league players. When he leaves and I have time by myself, I do a couple of things. I watch crap TV when there's no football on. So I catch up on below deck, real housewives, some crappy reality show he doesn't want to watch. And I always order some crazy shit off DoorDash. What about you? What are some things you do when she's gone that it's like, it's your go-to, it's your comfort? It's it's this is wheelhouse because I just finished it. This weekend was like my Mardi Gras. Like I I, I let my hair down. I I went first thing I do. First things first. You take them to the airport, and it's a little bit like um. Remember like when Ferris's parents finally closed the door, and he sits up and he's like, "They bought it." Yes. So I get home and I immediately go to uh, Alexa. (laughs) Play stupid ass heavy metal from the eighties, and she's like, "Yes, sir." Like so, I play. Megadeth or like just dumb shit that I would never listen to around. Are you running um, around in your underwear or what? Instantly uh, just take your jersey 100%. off and run yes. around. Yeah. Yeah, I am. And it's oh, like yeah. I most of the eating that I'm doing is in the kitchen in my underwear, just over the sink. Like no yes. plates, no, not just <laughs> over the sink. And it drips and it falls on me. Uh I went to the liquor store specifically for this weekend. Ooh. And I think you're onto something though, too. I think like when you have autonomy on the remote control device. That is like just that is my heroin right there. And I'm like, what is this? What is the thing I would never watch when Brooke was here? And I immediately turned on this predator sequel with I this saw. girl just kicking ass in the in the jungle, fighting people with spears. And Brooke before in the opening credits, she'd be like, I don't like this. This is stressful, which I respect. But like I just watched the whole thing and I had like French bread pizza, not even <laughs> proper New York pizza. I live in the pizza like Mecca of the world and I'm eating the Stouffer's bullshit. With a big oh old my grin. God, yes. The with the, the square or the triangle pepperoni no. and it's not even real pepperoni <laughs> and shit. When no. you get it super golden, just perfect, it is good. But you burn the shit out of the top oh, of your yeah. mouth, man. Yeah, no, I think it's like it it, it laughs at Pop-Tarts <laughs> and their ability to burn you. Like, you're small time pop tart. You want to see a third level scorch? Watch this. And I did it. And I, I, I don't. I regret nothing. And so that's what I've been up to. It's been fun. It's been really fun. Oh my god, I die. Okay, so <laughs> this is a a horrible. So you got Stouffer's. Mine. What I always order is this place yeah. called Hummus Factory. And the okay. reason why I love hummus, I love the consistency of hummus. I think it's so delicious. It's very much why I love grits or like soft rice mm. or anything like that. We do not order it when Jared's home. It comes with a like a, a chicken skewer and like a brown rice and tzatziki or however the hell you say the sauce. Yeah. But it's so garlicky, garlicky, say that five <laughs> times. I could mow down my master bedroom with how bad it is. So it's like, I get it when he's out of town, much like a piece of Stouffer's pizza. But so this good. is a great moment for the Calm Down podcast. If you thought Aaron was a wild time, you didn't know that she ordered hummus when her husband's out of town. You're swinging from the chandeliers with that sabra there, Andrews. Wow. Do you dip carrots in it? Like, you really get nuts? What do you do? I'm so wild. Yeah, I love a little hummus factory. Oh, my God, it's great. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And 
I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Erin, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just remember, Remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. So yesterday I was thinking of you when this happened and I had this shit ass grin on my face and my husband's like, why are you laughing? Because there were so many things. Right now we're home. You know, we're not crazy busy except for doing this. You are absolutely busy every single day with Good Morning Football. And then you're going to have this podcast and 8,000 things that you're doing. We are now trying to get grown up things done in our house before we're gone for the season. And that consists of us going to Home Depot. This is nothing against Home Depot. I would love an ad from them. What do you think (laughs) of Home Depot when you go there? I mean, you, I was worried you lived in a condo. I'm glad you don't in a high rise. You have a house, so you do need to go there. What is your, what is your first thoughts when you walk into those orange doors? God damn. We're not walking into them, maybe through them. Yeah, I feel like I walked into them, took it right to the head. Uh, I'm not a Home Depot enthusiast because I'm someone who likes to ask for help. I I stop. I stop and ask for directions. I say, excuse me, sir, where is the (laughs) such and such? So I'm my DIY level. Aaron is like, I'm like a three. I'm not good. I'm not I'm not that kind of badass. So when I walk in there to get the stupidest, most pedestrian, most basic thing, like a Phillips head screwdriver, I can't find it by myself. And then I'm not even looking for the item. I'm looking for someone to help me find the item. And then when you do, it's like, this is not my department. So what I think of Home Depot is general frustration. Uh, It's it's tough. You can't find a single person in the orange apron when you do. It's never their department. Like, does no one work in tools? So I, I'm, I'm getting worked up with the Home Depot topic. Um, but I would love when I see your commercial. It'll be hey, great. Well, no, I would love to sign an ad. I feel very overwhelmed. I have no business being in there. I agree with you. I am not a do-it-yourself kind of gal. And neither is Jarrett. We went there yesterday mm. to find some light bulbs because we're having people come stay with us. And you should fix the room that sure. you know they're going to stay in. They, I'm sure they'd love light. 
We walk in. I get the shakes as soon as we walk in. I will say I disagree with you. I feel like the people do know exactly where to go. We're like, hi, we're lights, aisle nine. Sure, great, good for you. Walk to aisle nine. The guy, Kyle, you would have died. We walked up to him and Jarrett said, hey, I've got these lights. Do you know where I find them? The guy looks at him and he goes, do you speak Spanish? Jarrett goes, no. He goes, fuck. (laughs) 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 And full on great English. (laughs) And so we were like, I just was like, this could go really, really wrong. He knew English. He was great at English. The light bulbs aren't really what we're looking for. That's not the point of the story. It was just like, the place freaks me out. I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're going to get. I don't know how to plant a plant. People are in there. They're doing, is it an annual? Is it a grant? I don't know any of it. It just <laughs> freaks me out. I was like, I wonder if Kyle it has to deal with like what he's like in a Home Depot. I don't know why I thought it's of you, great, but I did. But I, I'm thinking about it from like the macro level is that like you knew as, bad, as badly as you didn't want to go there, that light bulb thing's been hanging over your head and the guest oh, yeah. date is getting closer. And if, sure like, is. if they're getting there Friday, you're like, by Wednesday, we are going to have those light bulbs hung and we're going to go. And like that became your entire afternoon was going in purchasing $36 worth of light bulbs. And it really becomes all encompassing. It's this massive mission you have to go on. And totally. it's never fun. I, I if, if you were looking for me to be like, yeah, I love the lumber section and the tools. And I, li- I you'd have to drag me out of there. No, no, no. That, that's not I'm not that kind of guy. It it just frightens me the fact we are grown up now. You have kids. We're trying to have kids. And the things you're supposed to be able to do, you think back of what our parents were able to do at this age. (laughs) And I blame it on the fact I can navigate the hell out of an airport. I can tell you where you can get a quick Burger King before you get on flight, you know, over there at gate D34. (laughs) What about you? What things do you have, like, totally nailed down because of your crazy busy schedule? And then where do you lack? I guess Home Depot. But what can you nail down? Oh, well, listen. I'm like, I'm a fantastic sleeper. Fantastic. Like anywhere um, I'll sleep. Yeah. And the plane and coach, I'll sleep there. I'm out. You have to wake me up. And like people, cause I get it a lot. Like, how do you get up that early in the morning? I I just, I don't care. I, 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 the alarm goes off or normally it doesn't and the feet hit the floor and then it's preempted by the night before. Like I am like a machine in my evening plan. Like if I get to 931, not 930 and I'm not in bed, like I start to twitch. So like I am just machine like in that. Um, other than that, not so nine thirty. You have to be in bed. What what time do you guys wake I up wake for up Good Morning Football? Holy yeah. shit! And I've done it for so many years because even when working for Jim Roman Radio before then, I would wake up at the same time. Yep. So like I've been married to Brooke for twelve years, and I've, she's never known me when I don't wake up at four thirty. I just I like it though. I actually prefer it. It's a dumb question, and I've asked Schrager this before. What about late games? It's impossible. What you hope for is that, you know, like the Steelers are up on the Jaguars 30 to nothing at halftime, but it never happens. So you have like one of these maniac games that you've worked before where it's 46 to 42. And like, personally, like I I know people fake it or they cram in the morning. Like, I just can't do that. Like, because my whole deal is authenticity and I'm just not good at regurgitating facts. So it sucks. And you're up to 1145 and you sleep five hours and I mean, woe is me. It's the coolest job in the world, but those nights are rough. And I root for blowouts actively on those nights. <laughs> I do. Light them up, Mahomes. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I got to go to bed. Punch another one into Kelsey, my friend. Yeah. It's it's like the ultimate fantasy. It's like fantasy sleeping that I'm playing almost. Like, just yeah. light up the score. We can go to bed. Who cares about the fourth quarter? And you never have the anxiety. Oh my gosh, it's so late. I need to go to bed. I'm going to be up in how many hours? I'm laying here. I'm laying here. I hear you don't have that. You can just pass out. Oh no, no way. Like I just, I I pass out and and Brooke's super jealous because you know, we got the, 
the sleep app and you, you got McConaughey's talking to us and we got stories and rain and waves and stuff. And like within 10 seconds of me laying down on the pillow, I'm out. It is a liability though, Aaron. Sometimes I wish I wouldn't like when we get to hangout time, back to the quality time at the end of the week on Friday night, we sit down and I'm going to make some dinner and we got the wine and the kids are asleep. We'll sit up on the couch and like opening credits again. I like, I am out, out asleep and I'm pretending that I'm not. Oh. And she's like, babe, you're totally sleeping. No, no, I'm not. So I can't turn it off then. And that always really bothers me. On Friday yeah. night, it's the same deal. What about Saturdays and Sundays? Do you wake up automatically at 4.30 in the morning? Yeah, pretty. Oh. I mean, I can sleep at 6.30 maybe. I wake up and then I go back to bed. It's just like, here's here's the payoff. And for anyone who works crazy hours or works graveyard shift mm-hmm. or anybody watching this who works really early in the morning, I, I am the only dad with 13 moms at kindergarten pickup. Because every other dad in my neighborhood, not all of yeah. them, but in my neighborhood, is like working on Wall Street. And they're like this firm or that firm. And I get to be there because creating our pickups at like 12.30 p.m. And I can be there in time. So I get off on that. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. What it, it, I don't know if you drive yourself or if you're bougie enough or you get a car service. Is there anything that you go to that you're that's open? That's your go to. Chris always talks about she has to go to the studio super early on Sundays as well. There's this one. I think it's a 7-Eleven coffee. She always hits because Starbucks isn't open yet. Is there something you always do that people wouldn't really know about when you head in that early? Um, no, I just like I'm in a, pa- a panic of preparation. Like I, oh, yeah. I am just on my phone reading and reading. I understand, Aaron. Like I, I, and I really mean this. I still come from a place of insecurity about content on the air. I always do. Like when I started the job with the NFL, I didn't play in the NFL. I didn't have any sources. Like I was this kind of wild card. And so I'm like, yeah. God, what I say better be really good because the other guy, whatever Nate Burleson said, he looked great. And he was an NFL player. Who cares if it's good? It was just good on top of that. Yeah. So I still, to this day, I'm like, if I just have something average, like they're going to fire me. Like I always feel afraid that like my content, because of the species of person I am in the media has to be great. Otherwise, what am I bringing to the table? Yeah. Which blows my mind because Chris and I were talking about you the other day and, and in handling a situation like Deshaun Watson, I hope you've heard it the way you went about it, the way you came from the heart, the way you just ranted on and you, you just said what you felt. We were both like, we're so jealous of that because that would have been something we would have been sweating bullets. Mm. You don't want to piss anyone off. You don't want to, you know, you want to make sure you cover all your bases and you just went. And yeah, it blows my mind that you are, it doesn't, I get the preparation part. I'm, I'm still so anal about it as well. Favorite person you've had on good morning football. Like a guest, anything. I don't care. Just like a holy (sighs) crap moment. Um, (laughs) that's a different question. I love that laugh. Why? Um, What's what? Why is well, that a different question? Because, you know why? Because strange people blow your hair back. Some people that you wouldn't Ooh, expect. I love that. All right. So like 2016, again, I'd never really worked on TV before. So it's someone who like isn't even necessarily like novel. Like I remember Jerry O'Connell came on the show. This guy was with the TV a million years. And I'm like, <laughs> I fucking love Jerry Maguire. That's Kush. Like, what's up, Kush? Kush. Can I get a selfie, Hi, Kush? Kush? Yeah, what's up, Kush Lash? Like, I got Kush Lash, and he was so nice about it. So, like, I was excited about that. Um, and then, like, you know, this, people like the big timers that you grew up watching, like Barry Sanders or Jerry Rice, yeah. you get used to that really fast. And it's like sports fans are always like, that's crazy. You got to meet Barry Sanders. I'm like, I know it is. But I, all I can tell you is that, like, you do get used to it pretty quickly. And they're usually sure. very polite and forgettable in, in the most pleasant way, like nothing crazy. Um but other than that, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like crazy. 
I, I, I think who comes to mind there is, is the early ones always. Like sometimes the rough ones. Like yeah. I remember oh, yeah. of all people, you thought Jerry O'Connell was random. The name is going to come to my mouth next. <laughs> I remember we had, uh, I think I think they used to call them country sweetheart. Kelly Pickler came on the show. You know Kelly oh, Pickler? Oh yeah, of course I do. I'm yeah. a country girl. Okay, yeah. So, she was so on I Dancing with the too. Stars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was she on when you when you were hosting? Like no, but she, you didn't cross over. No, she came on and she was just a, a million miles an hour and was like, I I was a little underprepared for the interview, <laughs> so Amazing. she kind of it was it was like our first kind of mess. So there's been some great ones and some cool people, but the Kelly Pickler interview was really rough, and I think that's why I remember that one. What happened? You I know you said you weren't prepared, but anything specific? <sighs> she wouldn't answer any questions. Oh, um, God. Like we had we put her in this corny little uh, "Would you rather this or this?" and like I think she was so nice and so sweet that she didn't want to offend everyone. So we'd be like Kelly. Uh, would you rather sing um, Faith Hill karaoke or Shania Twain? And she'd be like, oh, y'all, like, I can't answer that. I'm like, what are you, it's karaoke. What are you talking about? You can't just say Shania Twain. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, who, what's a more uh, fun town to play? You know, Nashville or Dallas? I can't. I can't. Those are all our questions. And we weren't good enough at the time to, like, think on our feet and just come up with questions. So yeah. she ran through our four questions in two minutes. and We had no interview. It was just it was it was unusual. And get in my ear. Help me out here. Hey, yeah. when, do you guys have production meetings for that every morning before you get there? Because I, I can't yeah. imagine A, functioning that early in the morning and B, all that's happening in that show. It's so packed. Yeah, we have a call at 530 on the oh, way in. And God. I'm laughing because like, um, I, I <laughs> if you take my feelings for Home Depot, Home Depot <laughs> is like my wife and children. Compared to how I feel about production meetings, I know. I, I, in, if if we were to like poll the staff or give them an anonymous poll, like who's the best in production meetings, who's the worst, I would get every single vote for the worst. I hate them. I don't want to share what I'm going to say. I want it to be surprised in the air. Yeah. And I understand and I appreciate the hardworking people who we need to match video and stuff. I'm like, fine. But I, my I one word answers. I'm nothing like this. I'm such a miserable bastard on the production meetings. Any time of day, but especially you. at five thirty. Hey, yeah, I, you've I can't done imagine. ten thousand of them. How are you in them? Oh, so production meetings for Dancing with the Stars were an all time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, think about it. I'd have to be there, but I also was a bitch in production meetings because <laughs> I would have a game on Sunday, and then our show was Monday morning. So I would either fly in okay. either at two a.m. Or, you know, usually that's when I was home, 11 p.m. or 2 a.m. And I get there and it's, you know, I am sucking this Starbucks back where I'm just, again, yeah. breathing fire. Um, and I get in there. But Tom Bergeron is so great, much like Shrags is. Dirty yeah. sense of humor, self-deprecating. I mean, we would read our scripts. But that's the thing. We had a script. You guys don't. We would read our mm. script but add all the like sexual innuendos and like is so-and-so hooking up? Who's fighting? So yeah, yeah, yeah. we would have such a blast doing it where they were, should have been like an hour long, but they were an hour and a half to two hours. So mm. yeah, I mean, those production meetings were a time. Real life production meetings for games. I mean, we weren't having them with Joe and Troy because it was such a well-oiled machine. Now with Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson, yeah, yeah we're going to go back to having them and, you know, we'll make our funny I feel comments. about that. It'll be great. You know what? It, it it's it'll be great. Sure it no, it'll be great. It'll be fine. Um, do I want to do a production meeting? Hell no. I want to go straight to the bar, but it'll be great. It's fun to have new energy. We had a big Vegas kind of party with the studio crew and our new crew and nice. Coach Johnson Johnson, Jimmy Johnson gave a whole yeah. speech about how change is good for the team. <laughs> and uh yeah, it'll be fun. Awesome.
Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the nice. drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Erin, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just remember, Remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. What are you looking forward to with this season? Um, what storylines like- here? Listen, the the new Fox broadcast theme is awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. They're doing meetings now, and I know that they're really into it. Um, no, I, I'm looking forward. <laughs> you talking about on the field? You want to talk? Yeah. In the what storylines in in football are you looking forward to? Anything? Um. Yeah. Tons of them. The um, Dallas Cowboys. I I know you want to talk about them. I, I've reached the point where every year we do this thing with the Cowboys and we build them up and talk Cowboys, talk Cowboys, and we do because we're like, all right, you say it's like good for ratings or something, so we'll keep talking about it. And it's always like just this big old like catastrophe fart at the end of the season. It never plays out ever. And like they they've won three playoff games in 26 years. And so I'm like, it's nothing wrong with that. I don't have anything against them. It's just why do we keep prioritizing them? Like people want to see the I'm like, I, I think you're talking about something from 20 years ago. I don't think people really want anymore. I don't think that people want LeBron every segment. We can show you spreadsheets. I'm like, we don't do the show that way. We talk about what we want to talk about. So I don't have anything against the Cowboys. I just don't want to talk about them very much. Yeah. So, I, look, this year they'll probably be 12 and 5 and they'll, like, they'll lose in the first or second round and it'll just keep going on and going on. So it is fascinating, but it's just not my thing, EA. I just can't yeah. do it. I think it's great that you are allowed to be so honest on a network that's run by the NFL. I mean, when did, are you allowed or are you censored quite a bit? Do they tell you, eh, go a little easy? No, it's such a good question. 
that is, is the though? craziest thing. No, it is because I think people watching think that we're told to say things and told not to say things. Hmm. It doesn't happen. It, That's it's great. It's the great thing that they have done as a network and as a league that like, there's not like, I walk off set and they're like, Kyle and so-and-so needs to speak to you. Never. And it, like, we say outlandish things sometimes. Burleson and I used to start segments and we would talk during the commercial break and we're like, all right, you want to, you want to go? You want to go? And we say, yeah. And by want to go, I mean, who can say the most outlandish thing in the segment? We go back and forth. And when the segment ends, whoever is winning, like they win the segment. And Nate would say, like, this is Nate, Tiffany Network, Mr. CBS, like yeah. Suit and Nate what do you say, mean like, outlandish? What would you say? Innuendos. Oh, like got innuendos. It. Uh, like, you know, we had like these fake bagels on the set once. And I remember Nate <laughs> would like lick them and like make like butt jokes about licking them. Like just crazy stuff. This oh. is on the air. And we'd be like, oh, Nate. And then I'm like, shit, how am I going to top that? And like, that, that's the kind of thing that Nate and I would do because that's off season. We're bored. We can only talk about, you know, yeah. Baker Mayfield so many times. And we right. would actually do that. So that's your proof that no, the network is never like, can you stop it with the butt jokes? No, it doesn't. It doesn't really work like that. I think they like the show for like the, the recklessness that it has. Yeah, I love it. And it also makes me so proud just because, you know, I'm friends and a huge fan of you and Peter. When I talk to guys, you know, at their venues or when I talk to, you know, players and they're just like, oh, I love those guys. I love those guys. And I was like, I do too. They're my friends. So (laughs) I just think it's so cool. And I know we always give you guys shout outs during our games, but it's really cool when you hear and you see it in the facilities. Guys are walking by, they're sitting there, they're talking, hey, did you see what Kyle and Peter did? And that always makes me so excited for you. Any like kind of pinch me moments when maybe, I know Schrager doesn't want to say it, but when Brady told him he was a big fan, like, you know, Schrager peed his pants a little. Like when he did side line for that game but any kind of pinch me moment for you when an athlete was like oh yeah i saw this it was great well yeah definitely and and that is an awesome question too because it brings me to this idea that like um you go to a a camp or you go to a facility and like the players recognize you rather than opposite which is crazy you know i had a long talk with rogers once on my last show and like i had asked him a question about some i asked him a question about um aaron Rodgers about what's something in the media that drives you crazy and he answered the question he goes but, you know, first, I, I just have to say that show that you guys do is really fucking good. That's awesome. And you guys make sports talk less douchey and somebody needs to do that because you know how he feels about oh, a yeah. lot of the sports media. So the fact that he's like, I'll answer your question in a second, but I need to give you this compliment. And he said what you said. He's like, it's out on the facility all yeah. the time. We are constantly watching it. And I always get a little leery hearing that because... Look, I'm pretty critical sometimes with these guys. And I always worry like someone is sitting down with like, you know, their Caesar rap or whatever. And like this dude <laughs> is screaming about like, I think they should bench him. I don't think he cares. Like, I, that that like messes with the mind a lot. But I just keep doing it. I guess yeah. what's appropriate, I think. So <laughs> I don't know if this is completely ignorant, but it wasn't until that Adam Schefter tweet came out. I had no idea that you had auditioned with the Mannings for the Manning cast. Was oh, that yeah. well known? Was that out there? No, not really. Um, I, you know, I was using a lot of discretion. I, part of me was like, everyone, look what I did. Who wants to touch me? I was the audition for the Manning cast, but I was like, no, no, no. Like they, that's not how they operate, you know? And like, it was so cool. It it is, this is, that was the pinch me moment. That was the biggest pinch me moment I've had working in football because there was a whole buildup to it, Aaron. And I don't mind telling you, like, first thing first, I get a text from Eli who I didn't even have my number. And it's like, hi, it's Eli. Would you like to have lunch? So I go out and have lunch with Eli, Eli and his kids, like in the Hamptons. Like, I, which, Shut <laughs> up. I've been here six years. 
I've never even been to the Hamptons. I've never been there. And uh, I drove out there and we had like What'd this amazing wear? lunch. Okay, I'm glad you asked. So I put some thought into it. I can't believe it took to us Eli. this long to get to this shit. Okay, what'd you wear? Tell us everything. I wore like a, like a, like a, not a cool, like a navy blue golf shirt. Just simple. It's like, okay. it was like a little country clubby. So, sure. you know, Khakis or shorts, slacks. what did you do? Slacks, good. Uh, I wore pants because, you good. know, just want to over, overdo it. And then I wore like um, nice sneakers. And Eli right. was basically wearing the same thing head to toe. <laughs> and I had never met him before in person other than like him coming on the show. And then he just kind of shows up like exactly like you think. It's yeah. it's like, he's like, oh, it's Eli. I've, been, I've known you for 20 years. Let's talk. And it, we just, we talked about Nintendo games and beer and kids. And like, I just thought it was awesome. And I yeah. felt like it was a little bit of an audition. And yeah. at one point, Eli got this like, like kind of like cool look on his face. And he like quizzed me on something. I think he was trying to see if I knew anything about football. What? He had just done a thing with Larry Fitzgerald. And he's like, you know, Larry and I were Heisman finalists together. And I go, uh-huh. And he goes, but neither of us won. Do you know who won? And I cracked my knuckles and I go, it was Jason White from Oklahoma. And I nailed it. Hot. And he goes, wow, that's impressive. So like, it was so, it was like being called on by the teacher and just knowing the answer. It, I, I, my confidence like blew up then. Um, How so much time lunch. did you allow between the question and your answer? <laughs> did, I mean, did you just like let it breathe, take a sip of water? Like how hot did you do it? Tell me. I had an ice cold Pacifico in these great oh, pint glasses, wherever he was. Great. I straight up took a sip. I'm like, I'm going to enjoy this moment. Cause he's just like looking at me. It was the only time the whole lunch that he like tested me. And I just put it down. And I was like, it's Jason white and from Oklahoma. And he was like, his eyes lit up like that. I, it was so cool. It was, it was awesome. Like I felt like I took, I like 1600 on the SATs there. And like, I felt just, just drop the pencil, turn yeah. it in. It was so badass. So sexy. So then you go and, and then did you guys do a whole kind of like audition together? How'd yeah. that go? It was crazy. And then, you know, it, between the Eli lunch and the and the audition, shortly after the Eli lunch, I got private number from Denver, Colorado. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I think I know who this is. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, you slide <laughs> the thing and I, hello, Kyle, it's Peyton Manning. And I was like, hey, what's up, Peyton? How you doing? Peyton. <laughs> Did you know that Eli and Larry Fitzgerald are Heisman finalists together? But no. And then he talked and he was just awesome and funny and everything. And so then a week later, uh, yeah, this this was like the full acid trip where they I was invited by ESPN and the people from Omaha Productions to go on a mm-hmm. Zoom. And there's <laughs> felt like there was 50 executives in the windows. Like it's a oh full God. checkerboard. Yeah. And Eli's there right on time. I'm there early. And we're all just kind of like making awkward small talk. And then like Peyton, like Peyton comes up and it's like hail to the chief and everything. And the test was potentially really awkward because they go, okay, guys, so we have uh, Browns Ravens from 2020. This is Lamar versus Baker Mayfield. And we're just going to start the game and you three just talk. And I'm like, all right, Peyton, because I, I, I felt like I had to be a little bit of like a, like a host, almost like a little bit of a point guard, like a leader. Sure. Yeah. So I go, uh, I just go, all right, Peyton, I'm just going to say something off the top and then I'll toss it to you. And he's like, all right. And I was like, I was a little out over my skis. So I did like a little intro that I thought was kind of witty and tossed it to them. And then we, for about 40 minutes, me and Peyton and Eli talked over Browns Ravens and um, it was unbelievably surreal. And the best part is that you would relate to maybe is that so it ends and I felt, I felt good. Like I didn't talk a ton, but that was good. And I made some jokes and I made them laugh and all that. The executive calls me afterwards and he goes, so that was great. What do you think? And this was like a major crossroads moment because there was what I really thought in my head 
And then there was what I felt I should say. What I felt right. I should say was, oh, I think I fit in great. I'd love to do it. And like, I think I could really provide some good opportunities and to, for TV for them. But what I really thought is what I did say, which is like, dude, they don't need a host. It, not me, not Johnny Carson, not Al Mike, nobody. Like they should not have a host. Peyton is as advertised. He is brilliant. Eli's perfect. Like, I think I would really only be in the way and, and I don't think you should hire anybody. And obviously I think that was the right choice because of how it went. That's amazing. I wouldn't have done that. I would have been like, so I'm great. Here's what I need for a styling and glam fee. Um, and, it was just so, so obvious. selfless of you. I, but that's great. Yeah, it was, it was like the two of them, like the chemistry and then like they're, they're getting really into the football nuance. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like, I felt like I was like kind of shooting around with like LeBron and Giannis and like, you know, I can make a few laps, but like, I'm not really, I don't need to be there. Like you guys just yeah. shoot. I'm only going to get in the way. And, yeah. But when it came out though, and it was like the biggest thing in the world, I was like, God damn, that'd be nice to be there. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But I think I did the right thing. But you obviously <laughs> hit it off with both of them. Omaha Productions, yeah. they come back to you. They want to do this podcast, which, you know, we're so excited to see in the next Thank few you. weeks. And I loved your tweet about it. You talked about working with some of the best NFL players, but then you said you were going to feature one of the best NFL players. Who? Mm-hmm. Is this your boyfriend, Josh? I have no boyfriend, Josh. I, oh, I, I thought I, Josh <laughs> Allen was like your favorite or something. Oh, I do like Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah who doesn't okay. know? Um, well, no, listen, it's it's kind of in this, like the, the McAfee formula that like, he's got this great show, but shit, every Tuesday, he has this massive NFL star with things to say and it's appointment listening or viewing or whatever. So I'm like, the I want to go guy? out and get someone. Not the same guy. No, 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 not Rogers. No, no, no. But I'm like, I think I need my Rogers. No, no, the same guy every week from the oh, NFL yeah. or just different guys. I'm having the same guy every single Tuesday. Every do Tuesday. Do you have the person already? I do. Oh my gosh. Are we so excited? <laughs> Any hints? I'm not at liberty to say it, but it's like one of the five best players in the league. It's like, it's, it's wow. the cream of the crop. Like it is an unbelievable feather in my cap that this happened. And we got all kinds of things planned for this individual. That's fantastic. You know how you have, like, when you're in high school, you have, like, your reach school and, like, your safety school. And, like, this was the reach school. I'm like, let's just apply. What's the harm in applying? Why not? And they're like, you've been accepted. I was like, what? We got in? Awesome. So, very excited. Have you had your lunch with this person yet in the Hamptons (laughs) or wherever with your Navy shirt and your khaki pants? No, I you also, haven't? Aaron, you'd be proud to know I had like a sweet ass belt. It was really, it was like a statement uh, belt. Like, like it woven. had a little bit of flair. It yeah. wasn't woven. It was, it was like a blue, like kind of cloth, but it had, I think it had like whales on it or something. It was very, oh. uh, like very vineyard vinesy, very appropriate for where I was going. Yeah. For Eli as well. <laughs> what did you guys order? And then I'll leave you alone. Okay. So when you have a lunch like that, everything's being judged or so yes. I thought. So brings over the menu and there's your standard like kind of poolside fare. You got your club sandwich. You got your Caesar wrap. And um, I'm like, I got to listen. I'm performing here. I'm tap dancing. I'm spinning plates for you, Eli. Sure. All right. And basically I'm running out of anecdotes and I I don't have any more questions I can ask you about your kids. I, I used all of them. So I better stick the landing on this order. And I got steak tacos. And I'm like, yep, Ooh, that's it. That could be messy. It, messy, but like cool. Like that's a cool yeah. order, you know? And like, then I'm like, shit, if I'm really getting into it, this is a guy from Louisiana mm-hmm. by way of Mississippi. Do I order like, do they have the catfish po' boy? No, there was no right. po' boy on the thing. So I went steak tacos and I'm a disgustingly messy eater. 
So it probably was a mess, but I think that was endearing to Eli. Yeah, those luncheons, I mean, not with Eli Manning, I haven't had many, but those lunch dates or lunch meetings are always so frustrating because I'm a let's order two appetizers and share it kind mm-hmm. of gal. And then what are you getting? <laughs> what am I getting? And then I love a couple glasses of white wine, but it's like, you got to keep your crap together with those lunches. And like, it's like, does Eli want an appetizer? Does he not want an appetizer? Yeah. You want to be talking, but you don't want like the bits of like the steak taco in your tooth. It's all, sure. it's a whole thing. And you're getting to know, I mean, it's like a first date and yes. you get on something big there, which is, okay, so we're eating and we're there for a while and no one had ordered alcohol. So in a meeting like that, as in a date, I said like, you know, I'm going to try to shake things up. I'm going to, I'm going to order a beer. And I ordered the beer. And when I did, Eli was basically like, oh my God, thank you. Like he didn't say that, but like all the weight came off his shoulders and you can relate. Like it it probably would be even more if I ordered a martini. So there's that thing about, I'm just going to go for it. And if this person thinks I'm like unprofessional or something idiotic, fine. But like, this is me and this is what they're getting. So I got the first beer and I think Eli ordered the second, the second round. So it was great. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you know anything about those boys, they love a second and a third round. But hey, (laughs) we won't tell any secrets. Um, We love everything about you, Kyle Brandt. I cannot wait for this podcast. And I can't wait to hear about who you get. God, he's the, what did you call him? Oh, the Reach School. Yeah. Like the the one where you're like, I'll I'll just take a shot and throw up a Hail Mary. I'll buy the billion dollar lottery ticket and see if it comes home. And I won. My numbers came through. I think it's Josh Allen. That's my guess. I really, really do. I think it is. It could be. That or Travis Kelsey. A very good player. Ooh, Kelsey. Um, yeah. Oh, you said top five. Whoa, sorry, Travis. <laughs> uh, we love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this. I want to hear if you finish that book too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Get it's, on it. it's on your shelf. It is. I don't have time to read it though. I got to study for our first preseason game of the year. Ravens mm. at Arizona mm. in two weeks. Three weeks. Sorry, I can't read about acts of affection. I have to read about Snoop Huntley of the the Baltimore (laughs) Ravens. Priorities. That's what we're doing here. Um, I would do this anytime, anyplace. Uh, Love you. Love CT. Thanks for having me. I can't wait for your podcast. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 1-800-GAMBLER Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.